0: Hey, welcome back to Roadcase, everybody. I am your host, Josh Rosenberg. I'm so psyched to be here for this first part of the Lollapalooza series of interviews that I conducted in person at the Lollapalooza festival that took place in Grant Park in downtown Chicago, August 3rd through third through sixth. There'll be three parts of. Interviews three episodes of interviews. This is part one. So psyched that you're all here. If you're here for the first time to listen to road case, welcome to the road case community. If you're a regular and or long time listener, so psyched to have you back. This is a great one. And I'd like to remind everybody that there are a number of different ways that you can help support road case and follow along a really quick and easy ways to follow us on the socials. We're at road case pod on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Uh, you can also check in with us. Send me an email. Give me your thoughts, comments, concerns. I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at info at roadcasepod.com. And you can find out more information about Roadcase on our website, roadcasepod.com. A great way to help support Roadcase costs you nothing, but it really helps out the show is to subscribe to Roadcase. On the platform that you're listening to right now. If that happens to be Spotify, and there's probably a 50-50 chance that it is, uh, if you look down on the Roadcase homepage, right where you're listening there on Spotify, there's a little box that says follow. Click on that right now. Uh, and on Apple Podcasts, there's a check mark on the upper right-hand corner. Click on that, and doing so will subscribe you to Roadcase on either of those platforms, and similarly on other platforms as well, if you're there and an excellent way to help support Roadcase and show your support for me. And Roadcase is to rate and review Roadcase on your favorite listening platform. Again, if you're on Spotify, uh, underneath that follow box, there's a little box with some stars in it. It's as easy as clicking that. Uh, If you are on Apple Podcast, there is uh, just scroll up a little bit, you'll see some stars and a place to write review. You know what to do. So first up, I've got Ned Frank and John Moody on the couch in the press area at Lollapalooza with me. Uh, their formation is Frank Moody. Uh, the two of these guys are just absolutely super energetic, and their show is amazing. Their, their band is absolutely extraordinary. I saw their after show at Sleeping Village the night before Lollapalooza began. Uh, their energy, their um, just funk and dance vibe is just absolutely extraordinary and the audience gives just as much energy as they do. And these guys give it back. It's just absolutely, it was a really, really amazing show. Um, super DIY uh, origins for these guys. They uh, they're from the London kind of area and South of London as well. Um, they had a warehouse in Tottenham, which I learned how to pronounce and uh, they sort of began their journey there. Their 2022 album is entitled into the ether and they launched their own indie label recently entitled it's called house of FM and their single move me is the first release on that label. And they're, they told me they're busy writing their third album right now. Like I said, these guys are fun, energetic, they love taking risks, and they are just really absolutely fun to talk to. I'll come back on after I talk to Ned and John and talk a little bit more about them and then introduce the next guest party alone. But first, here's Ned Frank and John Moody. john and ned otherwise Josh. known as Josh. frank moody how you doing man it's absolutely uh, a pleasure to be here i was so psyched to catch your show last night at sleeping village kind of the pre-lala after show kind that's of it. thing is yeah, that what we're calling yeah, the it
1: pre-show yes. after show whatever show the sweaty show that's yes. what it was It, it was a sweaty is a, show. yeah well that's Yeah, well that's a
0: small room they don't yeah. pump a lot of air bouche. yeah <laughs> yeah that's right it. yeah exactly yeah. A yeah. A that's a good one um it was it was amazing i was like whole that just right from the gut the, the so jump that the people them, were just absolutely
1: going bonkers is that the way it is john yeah it's that was great show last night we love those yeah. those sweat boxes you know uh-huh they're very precious gigs to us and actually it took us back to we did a lot of touring around the states last year uh-huh and uh you know it's just so cool to come to these cities and these tiny little black boxes and you know do our show and yeah. everyone's just like squished in like sardines you know sweating on top of each other it's, yeah it was really cool it was cool it's a was lot
0: cool. of like those were all everybody in that room was a fan 100 exactly. yeah. percent. from like even like in the second tier back and for those who don't know like sleeping village that must have been that, that's like three yeah, it's Three, not big. 350 uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and um, it was it was rock and people were really into it. I was saying like it's
1: like us in our prime those venues. So yeah, yeah. We that Oh, you're not we, in your prime now. Maybe?
0: No, no, it's, it's
1: <laughs> like as in like that's where we sort of come uh, into our own a little bit. I mean, it's oh, a different oh, show. See. Like today on, on the bigger stage, yeah. it's a different thing. You, it's a more of a presentation, right? But in those rooms mm. you're just on top of each other and just yeah. like just giving as much energy. As I feel as like can. I really
0: got to know Frank Moody. Yeah.
2: it's like when you play the bigger ones the bigger venues the Hammersmith Apollos and all these places like that they're amazing in their own way yeah but when you can literally see the whites of the person's eyes in the back at the back of a room it's pretty special and you know you can reach them you know you can burst their what kind of
0: impact does seeing being that close have on you when you're up there
2: well i think instantly um you feel there's a it's a more instantaneous connection so the kind Mm. of energy Mm -hmm. is more visceral maybe it's a you know it's a little bit more diluted if you're playing a sort of bigger room a sort of Two thousand, three thousand cap rooms, so it's very special. Those moments, are, we 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 all came off stage yesterday, it's buzzing. So yeah. Do, do, also, because we remembered how to play the songs. Yeah, which we hadn't bonus. played for a month. Nice. <laughs> it's always a nice feeling <laughs> to like, actually do correctly what you're supposed yeah, to be doing. Exactly. <laughs> Small pat on the back. doing your job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. Yeah, <laughs> right. just getting by. So yeah. what, what um what impact does that have for you, John? Like just being able to like be right on top. I and mean, I love people it. Yeah. Seeing people, really seeing people like right there, singing the lyrics back into your face. Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean. You can literally reach out and touch them, you know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and vice versa. And the great thing for me is I can always launch myself into the crowd much more easily, <laughs> which is quite nice. Did that happen? Because I <laughs> went did, out for yeah. oh did, shit, yeah. I missed that. Whereas really like, really you know, I, I was like, I was in and out a couple w- times. When the barrier's like, you know, 10 feet away, you've got to get, get down oh, the stage, yeah. get up. No, but last night I was just literally, yeah, I was just trying to pretend <laughs> I could fly. It was great. That's awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That's a cool venue too. I really like that place a lot. Um, so you guys are from Tottenham? I'm probably saying that wrong. How do you say it in the Tottenham. vernacular? Killer. Tottenham, Tottenham, Tottenham. Tottenham. Yeah, oh, very
1: good. Yeah. <laughs> Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. The, well, that's that's where Frank Moody started. We're from different areas of the country originally. I'm from the West Country. Mm-hmm. And I'm from a place called
2: Lewis, so near Brighton on the South Coast.
0: Uh, okay, but, right. um, I hear that a little bit now, kind of like su- south, more yeah, south yeah, accent. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm no expert, but I know a Brighton accent a little bit. Right. Yeah. Oh nice, oh, nice. Is that a Cockney thing also? Do you have all uh, those fun things? Well, no. I mean, I boat, definitely boat boat don't race, have a, have the, a co- the, the boat race. Yes, apple and pears. The apple and pears. Apple
2: yeah. and pears. Stairs. All yeah, that. Throw stuff. a couple like, more. What is yeah, it? Well, I mean, that's not my vernacular, but they would say stuff like nuclear sub pub, for example. Or you could just call it Boat race space. Yeah, a, a few sausage
1: of roll on the doll Sausage roll on the doll
2: That's a good one. It's um, amazing. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Love it. language. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Tottenham is where uh, Frank Moody began. Anyway, we uh-huh. uh, we started a warehouse um, sort of studio project with uh, our previous bands. Uh huh. Separate bands. What band was that? Um, yeah. it was. I was in a band called the Dirty Gentleman at the time, playing the Dirty Gentlemen, Sixties Swamp Pop, and uh, and kind of blues, uh, rhythm and blues. Uh huh. And there was in a band um playing very similar rock and roll, swamp pop, all that kind of stuff, very influenced by Louisiana, American music my, mom, and, my um, mom
2: once told me she um she googled the dirty gentleman to see what you guys sounded
0: like oh, it no. came up with hey. a pretty bad image you <laughs> <He laughs> should, should try you the parental controls don't <laughs> work <laughs> <laughs> on her yeah, <laughs> you should try you should try I mean, opening my, my brother might have turned it off <laughs> there was a movie I was watching once where like the kid was talking to his mom because they were getting divorced and I, she goes I heard you crying last night mom in bed so I googled mom's crying in bed oh, oh god. my oh, god gosh. and the mom in the movie was like oh my god what came up she goes yeah. he's just like you don't want to know she yeah. goes do those oh. Parental controls work, and the kid's like, they work for me, mom. oh dear
1: anyway you, so you should, start, way- you should try starting a bank account with the name that. yeah right <laughs> exactly exactly um
0: so a warehouse so yeah did we, you like own the
1: warehouse or we like it was just an empty space and we were building the studios and within it, wow, and, it cool. and it was great and like, it was for diy yeah we were renting it but yeah it was super would you do shows there too well that's it part? so we needed to raise some funds to pay for the whole thing so we started putting on parties nice and that's when ned and i were kind of like started um started working together and like putting on these parties and we're doing a bit of writing trying out that sort of stuff and that was like we we had no intention of starting an artist project at that point did we uh-huh. no uh, we were like we just we, we kind of wanted to step out of the band world because sort of how bit, long ago little was little this sour. oh about seven or eight years probably seven years yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah seven yeah. years um yeah and that was and then and then we started writing and we found management and they were the ones who persuaded us to start a band project. so it was more about let's just the party organizers and no, see where this goes. More, more, more wanting to write music for other people actually, ah, wanting to sort ah, of get into okay, production and okay, writing. Okay. Um, and so it was a really
0: size of like a, it was a business venture idea, like a business plan. Kind.
1: I mean, of, yeah, 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 yeah know, it didn't feel like that at the time. I'm, it felt more like that. Should we hang out and write some tunes? But yeah, I well, guess it well, was. In it was a kind of uh, yeah, exactly, and it was kind of. Uh, Away, oh, we just sort of those bands were tricky, and we wanted to step away from that and sort of you know, uh-huh. forge something else. Yeah, um, and yeah. I remember the, the day our managers came in and were like, "We think you should start an artist project." And we were like, "No, no, 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 no." And uh, here we are. Yeah, yeah. Well, the artist project worked
0: out, or it's just like the artist project became frankly, Frank. I was Moody. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. Exactly. Uh-huh. Interesting. So, Had you guys <laughs> known each other? earlier like are you guys pals from way back or yeah we we uh, you, um, far,
2: i had a band and and actually john's a friend of john's was in the band mm-hmm. and he and, and the band was a four piece like traditional two guitars bass right yeah, uh, yeah drums and he was like we should we should have some keys i know this great keys player uh-huh uh huh. mr john moody yeah and so john came and joined us for a tour right uh, my manager got kicked, out. I then got kicked out my manager was like I'm not, sh- I'm not sure if keys work in the band yeah. he, what did uh, john do yeah <laughs> i don't want to know, yeah, too he, good. He know. Too i would love to tell you oh, that. All right. he was too good i for do want to know, uh, <laughs> but, if uh, know. know. <laughs>
0: but if you and don't want to tell me and then and then we'll let our imagination our imagination's running wild could be worse Take your truth though yeah
2: and then um and from there we there was a kind of big group of people basically that were all friends and knew each other, all musicians. That's when the Tottenham idea everyone moved into this warehouse in Tottenham, all with these grandiose ideas of creating a kind of Daptone Tone style yeah. label. Yeah, I mean, it was more of a sort of crap tone, really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not me, <laughs> man. True. I love like the funk dance vibe mm. totally. Well, <laughs> I mean. You mentioned some of the influences are like Parliament and LCD and yeah, Daft Punk, but fan. I was getting Style Council last night because okay. I go farther back. Okay, so okay, but okay. the Style know. of Paul Weller, yeah,
2: Rosie's yeah, played Weller. with Paul Weller actually. Yeah. My ever-changing oh, world, man. Yeah, that yeah, from, <laughs> that
0: goes way, but I would go way back on that. <laughs> Paul I mean, Weller's a little, wicked. like cleaner and like glitzier a little bit, but yeah, yeah. I like the 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 sort of rough hewn vibe that you guys project like at least in a live setting i dug it Mm. yeah yeah Yeah, there's
1: definitely elements of well all walks of life really i mean from the attitude of parliament funkadelic and the mc5 and bands like that Mm. we we love the kind of the grittiness of that and the rawness but then the really well thought about crafted sonics of lcd songwriting of lcd and and soul records mm. and you know it's a bit of a melting pot of of influences
0: yeah i really i uh, i totally dig it guys i like with the style Billy council rap yeah that's well. really that's cool have you never, have you not got that before maybe i'm completely no, no, no. There's like the, like a, first, the
1: first person who said that but i like his it really i like cool. It. it's cool yeah. it's very yeah. cool
0: first 59 year old dude from that, that <laughs> was familiar with all the 80s music that you talked to maybe I don't it's know sick.
2: I mean I think that's cool it's a, it's that was a, one of my
0: favorite bands back then wow sick. they just absolutely the jam was the, the pre, jam was, like, was with uh, Paul Weller's uh, first band right? yeah yeah exactly. I, mean, well, I
2: have to say I love um, Paul Weller's Wicked yeah and like I said Rosie who plays bass for us oh man Played she with them. ripped on that Rick yeah and ba-
0: i love the rickenbacker bass and yeah yeah the engine room that you guys have between her and your drummer oh, holy know. shit i know the it's proper force, it's a force to be like, how with. does someone move that fast the drummer was just ripping yeah and yeah. then ripping little snare rolls in between and it was really stunning oh he was he
2: was, uh, he was uh, throwing some glitch in there as well occasionally
0: yeah, it was so yeah cool. Yeah, i was like yeah, wow yeah, this yeah. is
3: great yeah
0: yeah um so growing up in london and or you know in in the uk and london or close to brighton and um uh so being influenced by you know bands that we already talked about um where are you guys kind of headed now like what's um it's a good what's, question. Uh, We've, yeah um,
1: we're about to attempt well we are we are attempting to write album three at the moment uh-huh we're um we're deep in that process yeah and um yeah thinking about this a lot think about where we want to aim for what how we want to th- th- mix things up keep things fresh yeah and it's a really really sweet spot at the moment for us because we, we're at the stage where we're just flinging as much shit at the wall as we can uh-huh and having fun and taking risks and awesome. you know, seeing what happens so and you
0: guys aren't afraid to play- fail no exactly right, yeah. you, gotta, you gotta put it out and there. it's the sweet, spot. Fail. It's yeah. a sweet <laughs> spot
1: before you hone in on the tracks you want to push forward and then you have to get real like meticulous about them and you know really you know turn them into the to, to the best possible thing yeah. that they can be so we're at a great stage now we've just got like a long bank of tunes we just you know every every day different tune just yeah as i say flinging shit at the wall and have you played lala before no never never oh. before very
2: very excited
1: does to this play
0: remind it. you of any festivals that you do over because and you guys tour a lot in the uk and yeah. in, in europe as well i want to talk about that that's a little
1: right bit. yeah yeah it's got it's, uh... <laughs> I'm trying to think of any other like festivals that are right in the middle of the city yeah, yeah they usually think they're it's many. like a little bit further out you know some green space but this is what's so cool here you've got the lake right there yeah yeah you know, we're right in the park i live
0: right across the street by the oh, way. Way. no that's way yeah. yeah it's a five minute walk from my front door here it's front sick. row seats absolutely I love, it. I love it get yeah. back
2: to the loo get a sandwich yeah. walk, walk, my, walk <laughs> my dog yeah so i, your I
0: dog. don't have to put him with a dog sitter during this festival and i just got back from newport fall because i was telling yeah you guys listen to that kind of
2: other yeah. music what do you listen to in your, like free time um i mean literally just a massive like we like we we're saying we both played in so many different iterations and bands and stuff like that so any type of music i mean what what are you listening to i've been listening to a lot of junior Kimbra at the moment junior Kimbra, kind of blues yeah, old blues, blues. Uh-huh. yeah
1: and i've been listening to literally everything from like like techno <laughs> through to like rack and off i mean yeah i mean well, it's, it really is very very eclectic yeah um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah i'm trying to think like the dapton have been releasing a couple of cool new albums recently i've been getting stuck into that
0: you guys should come down for jazz fest sometime. oh my god oh my god i was just there this year new orleans just absolutely we've been a couple of times after shows once. are just all over the city yeah, i know it's Incredible. insane you played yeah. One? Yeah. i remember yeah.
1: walking in and just seeing like um Dr. Lonnie Smith, and what about Just, like, like ripping the that, organ? In that the music is is huge for us. Yeah,
2: that, South
0: Louisiana. Yeah. After uh, this album, then uh, you know, do what you guys do what you're doing, and we'll then come down, down, down to, to the New swamps. Orleans. Oh my and god, yeah, some, some really cool stuff. We spent some no. time in
2: Lafayette as well, so yeah. I know that area. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. it. It's yeah, special yeah, there. Yeah,
0: yeah. What's um. T- tell me a little bit about different touring europe and different cities doing what you guys do getting that energy vibe out there does that differ from country to country a little bit in europe i'm just uh, curious i mean yeah.
2: massively uh, in, in as much as that every culturally i suppose every country is so different people are so different everywhere um so for, um, from city to city it happens yeah. as well i mean in in the states for example uh, the last tour we did in the states we played a place called ashville
0: ashville north carolina and it was yeah, it was yeah. a
2: we we didn't have any preconceptions do you I so I get, that, do you but, remember the venue? Oh, oh gosh. No, it was wild, though. It was amazing. Uh-huh. And we didn't have any ideas yeah, well, as no. to how it might be. I it didn't was... even
1: know Nashville existed. Yeah. Before. What yeah. was so all cool about it?
2: It was... It was so sweaty
1: and ram. It was like ram. And people yeah, it was, just it was really a bit cared. Like last night's show uh-huh. it was a little bigger, but it had the same right. kind of energy. Yeah, but the yeah, thing yeah. is, we we'd never heard of this place, and we were like yeah, driving wow, into the wow, sort of abyss wow. or whatever, and we arrived yeah. and just had this absolute stonker of a yeah. show.
0: It's well known quite a bit for like Americana and roots music, right? Yeah. Right. To bring your guys' stuff in there is interesting. That you got great, like yeah. a really good show out of yeah. that. And yeah, and then it's cool. I think we sort of you should take a lot away from that. I would say, like, that you can like really vibe out in a town like that.
1: Yeah, we've played down in Florida a bit at, like um Halloween festival and stuff like that. So we 20, sort of, sort of seem to be yeah. straddling Hool- the Hool-ween. kind of Halloween yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 straddling the kind of jam band worlds uh-huh. and the more like pop and dance Fantastic, I well. love so that. We're I love that kind of shit. Sort of, different genres. Yeah, moves. tightroping our so, way over. So, so
0: I was asking about different cities in Europe yeah. and you like transition over to different cities in the yes. States. So in Europe. It's like different countries. Yeah. I mean, it's, yes, it's fine. We yes. can talk about either one. I don't well, care but, you, but it's the point I was trying yeah. to, I was going to make eventually was like, different cities in this in in this country sort of equate to different countries over in europe yes. really. yeah yeah, mean, yeah probably totally. like it's interesting i it's mean
2: it right. is uh, um for example um i mean in europe uh places like for example i i apps i would abs- never been to dublin before the band yeah and we've been six times or whatever mm-hmm. and every time i'm just like this is city is just incredible the, right. the, the vibe uh-huh. and stuff like that london to glasgow is totally different Cardiff to devises is different <laughs> Paris they're all different they all have their own unique little Real quirks little quirks yeah, yeah, yeah it must great. be interesting
0: up there and getting like kind of a different vibe from different people yeah, different backgrounds also, like, just bringing is, people together yeah
1: yeah I mean you also have different days of the week as well you know so like if you, if you, if, if, if you, if you hit if you hit, if you <laughs> hit a Friday too. night show yeah it's, you know, there's it's, the pragmatic it, aspect the, the old classic Monday night in like yeah, the yeah. Well, last night was a yeah, Wednesday Monday night adventure. in Wimbledon Minsters yeah, going to be a little bit quiet what is that it's a tiny village
0: <laughs> well still <laughs> Wednesday in Chicago yeah, from, yeah. They, they brought it they, oh, it, it they brought it that's yeah, true yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true alright you guys giving me the hook now okay I'm gonna let you guys go but <laughs> well, it's been great to come, chat thanks Nick um, come on the Thank show you. some other time maybe after your album and you wanna chat let us do a long tour longer around a little bit um, more of the states where are you guys headed right after this
1: we gotta go back for a festival just outside London oh okay which one it's called it's called Wilderness Festival
0: oh
2: okay
1: that should be a good one home turf and, yeah yeah uh, yeah it's cool so we literally fly tomorrow get off the plane and go straight to uh to set up our stuff awesome. so, so yeah it should be cool so enjoy
0: your time at lolly you got a set later on today yeah yeah, yeah, in, yeah in about yeah. an hour enjoy, or something yeah, I'm yeah feeling that cool the lake's right here have you guys walked around yeah 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 we uh, did i, I, I want to we go here. for a swim <laughs> yeah, <what> I <laughs> yeah you jump right in over here literally you can jump in anywhere in the lake. I mean, come in yeah i mean did you bring yeah, your trunks yeah. I, I, I bought my trunks with me. Yeah. What's the my full slang? Victorian, in, uh, what's the British slang for swim trunks?
2: Um, what would we say? It's the swimmers. Yeah, swimmers, swimmers. Yeah. swimmers. 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 <laughs> swimmers. Swimmers. <laughs> swimmers. Swimmers. <laughs> swimmers. Or Victorian bathing suit <laughs> with a, oh, yeah. a vanity changing cupboard as well. <laughs> yeah. Got that with me. <laughs> that was funny.
0: Yeah. All right. You guys rock. All right, man. Thanks so much for being here. That was really great. Cheers, yeah, great. yeah, lovely, yeah, to, yeah, me, yeah, love lovely to, to meet you. Yeah, lovely to meet you. Hope to Thank see you guys All again soon. Nice Thank you, Thank you so much. Cheers. Okay, that was Ned Frank and John Moody chatting with me in the press area at Lollapalooza. It's always a great conversation with the Brits. They have the gift of gab. They know how to carry a conversation. They know how to just chat it up and have a great time. Kind of reflects what they are like on stage. I saw these guys. They are absolutely incredible. Funk, dance, amazing energy, incredible vibes. I absolutely loved it. Uh, Their 2022 album is entitled Into the Ether. Please go check it out. Uh, They're also touring a bunch. Uh, They're playing Red Rocks. They're opening for Louis the Child on September 23rd. And they'll also be uh, at Ohana Fest in late September in Southern California. And uh, in front of that they'll be at Life is Beautiful Festival in Las Vegas, uh, September 22nd and 23rd. Super fun, energetic. I was really glad to hear that they're kind of writing their third album now. Uh, These guys are really special. I'm so glad I got a chance to uh, present them to you and chat with them. They're really, really awesome. So thanks again to Ned Frank and John Moody for being here on Roadcase. Next up is Party Alone. Uh, Just an absolutely sweet human, really had a nice conversation with him. And we really sort of hit it off. I saw him a number of different times after this interview in the press area. And we always had a good word to say and a little chat. He was super excited about playing at Lollapalooza on the big Bud Light stage. Um, He is just a very expressive and empathetic, but fun-loving and gentle human who's also just like ready to party, but like, Party alone. You know, he likes to confront his issues head on. And I just absolutely appreciate that. In his own words, he likes to get uncomfortable. And his unique brand of kind of indie folk hip hop is just stunning and. Really heartfelt and I love that about him. His um his most recent album is entitled I'd left you in Minnesota uh, from earlier this year. Party alone is grew up in Minnesota and actually now lives in Los Angeles, right close to where I grew up as well. So that was kind of fun to talk to him about. It, and he asked me some questions as well, as you'll hear. Um, there's also kind of an EP length LP that was also um released in 2023 entitled I'm the dumb one uh you can find out more information about tour dates from party alone at party alone's website uh just a really really sweet human i know you're going to love this conversation and you'll uh it's really cool i'm so glad that you were able to that i'm able to bring these uh to bring party alone to the road case audience i'll be back afterwards to talk a little bit more about party alone and then introduce the next guest jeffrey paradise of poolside but first here's party alone party. What's up? Great to have you here, man. Thank you so Thanks. much for having me. Thanks. You got the cross that on, on yeah, the teeth and little, everything. Little tooth How did they gem. put that on there? I don't know. So one
4: of my homegirls was like, she got like a bunch on her teeth and I was oh. like, I want one. You sound like such like, a fucking noob though yeah. when I say that. <laughs> I didn't even know, bro. It's like fucking glue. Oh uh, yeah. So it's like, I've had this for probably like five months. <laughs> i don't know when it comes off but like
0: oh it just like falls out like dude, one I had a, little thing at i a time. had a
4: dream where i was like chewing on something and it fell <laughs> off and my teeth just like fucking shattered oh, bro. Shit. it was fucked up dude yeah
0: go uh google like teeth and dreams bro there's a whole have, bunch of what, shit. look that's why i have all these tattoos like teeth tattoos oh oh i have i have a, no idea
4: a tattoo for each weird for dream for each <laughs> teeth <laughs> dream <laughs> And that's, that's why it's not done.
0: Oh, it's a theme. I got the guns out. Suns out, guns out. Dude. <laughs> bro, but it's
4: fucking weird, dude. The teeth dreams are weird, bro. Right?
0: I don't think I've ever had
4: one. It's like a universal thing. And yeah. I don't even know what do they generally mean? Bro. It means you're going fucking crazy. <laughs> Some shit. It, yeah. I think it's like you're like scared of what's to come or something like or you have like expect like nervous expectations of what's to come huh i'm not really sure i just know i have fucking dreams where i'm like spitting my fucking teeth out and like yes. i wake up i'm like whoa. fuck it's well it's so i weird. had a
0: dream um just the other night i, I don't really want to say who it was but it's a deceased individual older person and they it was in my dream you know how like people who, you know whatever like, you know your dream <laughs> doesn't know if they're dead no, or alive right, right so this cat is like showing up and i didn't feel like it was like in like a actual person in the dream it was actually a ghost
4: oh like an entity or something
0: it was weird yeah you know i had the feeling like and there was a recognition like yes i am a ghost i'm not just showing up here Mm. being in your thing in your dream i'm oh it's so weird
4: that's cool though that's like surreal it was
0: a little i was like oh this is interesting yeah there's do i believe in ghosts or not i don't know i do
4: yeah, that's a whole conversation, though. Yeah. I believe, bro. There's just so much to believe in. I'm, I'm a firm believer in believing in what you can't see, believing in what you can't see, yeah, but what you yeah. can feel. Yeah, I mean, you can't feel yeah. aliens, but I fucking believe in aliens. Do you? Oh, this fuck, is gonna get yeah. weird. This is gonna get weird, people. I believe in fucking aliens, <laughs> ghosts, fucking <laughs> little people crawling on my knowledge <laughs> It's Like. Uh, no nah, yeah but i for sure believe in all that yeah there's no way you can't yes there's a way that you can oh no, well, yeah, yeah but you, like
0: yes you just don't but i knew what you're saying i mean for right you for you there's no way that nah, you there's no, there's no way i can't saying. absolutely absolutely yeah. i mean you believe what you want to believe no for sure there's like a spiritual kind of there, there's a spirituality to that that there are things that exist that you can't see but you're kind of feeling it's like an energy vibe also nah, i think yeah. there's like there oh, i believe in energy me as well and that's something that tells you like what's going on yeah fuck it right yeah absolutely yeah yeah absolutely smile man thanks bro (laughs) i'm
4: happy to be here what's going on (laughs) i'm happy to fucking be here man for real i'm i'm super stoked are you why why
0: are you so happy this is my
4: first festival and like i get to play on the biggest stage of my life in front of uh, god knows how many people you know since later today it's tomorrow tomorrow yeah what stage uh Bud Light stage. Oh, right on. That's okay. Yeah, a big so one. we'll have like the screens
0: up with like all my shit playing on them. I'm yeah, and we're kind sweet. of like I mean, of course there's like high rise condos on this side uh, on the south side. Yeah. The, down over there at Bud Light, that's like a mile away. I know. Actual me. literally a mile away. I know, literally. And um it's really downtown so you'll yeah. get off on that it's pretty cool yeah yeah i'm still yeah Being the small town minnesota guy that you are but you did trans- you, uh, you have you, you do live in la now yeah so i just we'll talk to about LA. that i i grew up in la oh really where yeah um in the valley sherman oaks okay i'm in noho right now oh really yeah oh shit yeah i'm right by sherman oaks. i could have gone to north hollywood high school i was okay, like right at, but all my friends like from the junior high and stuff we how, were all going to grant how was that going to high school in cali there's so many fucking schools out there yeah, it's a big on play. every every corner. Yeah, I see. Yeah, the school. yeah. What my was school it? was like even when I graduated the high school in nineteen eighty,
4: nineteen eighty two. 1982 <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, There was like 900 kids In my graduating Damn. class Okay uh, What cool. was it like Going to school there I don't know Go watch Fast Times At Ridgemont High I got you It was all about that Word okay Perfect that, what it, That's what Are you familiar with that No It's a I'm Cameron Crowe movie I'll need to watch it Cameron Crowe who did um, Also Jerry Maguire And Almost Famous Which is my favorite okay, movie of all yeah, time Okay Okay so, I'm going watch it prior i think it was like his first or second movie um and it's just a, he actually went undercover as a high school student at a high school and then wrote about it and modeled it Damn. on a high school in the valley with all that that's all dope. that stuff no, right. um yeah, I mean it's That's kind of so a cultural sick. touchstone for me. I have yeah. my kids watching, like this was me, and it's sort of like my parents <laughs> telling me to go watch like American Graffiti, literally yeah, George yeah. Lucas movie from and the fifties. Like this was us. Yeah, like, and how yeah, boring is that when your literally. parents tell you to go watch something? Like, yeah, but you want you asked, so no, um, it was cool. You know, it's it was the thing, and now it's kind of nostalgic. But um, but I had a good time growing up in L.A. You know, with so much new wave and other kind of no. the punk punk going on at you the time. One the of my trends. favorite bands, still X la punk band okay, cool plays um they're coming around again like and they're yeah. like in their mid-60s man it's so crazy how like often things
4: get like a revamp like there's so many oh, artists yeah. from like
0: way far back that like because like tiktok or like a trend is like spiked up yeah, I from the tiktok's the thing with these guys but still yeah it's something but um sometimes it's money yeah, true. Uh, but I'm glad they're out there and doing it. I have no idea what it is with X. I hope it's just the love of the music and wanting to like do their thing. Absolutely. Yeah, I would assume that. i me and my pure music heart says that. No, fully. <laughs> yeah, fully, fully. So you grew up in Minnesota, small town, and you yeah. write about it a lot in the sense that like things were fucked up and really man, affected weird, you. You get man. deeply affected by stuff. I feel.
4: Yeah, I'm. I'm very just like a watcher. That's you know, nice. Yeah. I just, just sit and feel and watch an observer yeah very much so yeah and Mm -hmm. that just kind
0: of shapes the way your artistry and what you've written about and such
4: yeah it's just like a a perspective thing for sure and i just like it's so cool to be able to like jump from place to place and like be able to take in the energy you know Mm -hmm. um and just like the vibe and the perspective and how everything is and then go back home and be like yeah this place really does like like I feel what I felt when I was here, you know,
0: it's, yeah, it's just yeah. a weird thing. Yeah. Like, it's such a weird, thing. how does that translate over to your artwork? It's everything. Yeah.
4: Yeah. It, Minnesota is my artwork, uh, huh. you know, and like now, now being in LA, it's, it's cool. Again, like, I'm gonna say this a lot, but like the perspective of everything like out there compared to Minnesota, it's just like allowed me to, to find another version of myself. Um, to add to my craft so it's it's super cool bro but yeah minnesota is everything it's so
0: interesting like how people are. i mean it seems kind of trite to say but everyone's really shaped by where they grow up absolutely it's so formative it's environmental yeah it's environmental For yeah sure. the environment the, absolutely. The, that that atmosphere and it's how amazing. you how you related to people yeah. what you were forced to do absolutely. things that happen you know parents that get divorced sure. i promise you we talk about that yeah i'm a child of divorce. Me too. that affected that affected me a lot um as uh as a parent i bet yeah i bet it's uh, like now, you don't really now now i'm divorced also yeah like, it's just like so, and that that was that was hard for me to 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 yeah. to, to do that to make my kids parents of uh of, a of a kids of a divorce yeah. you know like that's it's hard it's, it's there's just so much to wade through what behavioral what, what was, thing it's how so did it affect you um i think and uh, I just want to say lots of people have parents that are divorced, no, but absolutely. you make it a part of what, who you are yeah, it in is. your, in what I've it read. Is. And, I and think, and
4: such. I think it's a great thing, you know, like, <laughs> like being able to like, look back at it now. Like, of course, like, I think they got divorced when I was like 19.
0: Uh-huh. So like, I was uh, like pretty late.
4: Yeah. You know? Yeah, and got, like I think I hear that's harder. Mm-hmm, I mean, no, for me, it was not. Uh, okay. I think, I think when I was like from the age of like 15 to 19, I noticed like, you start to pick up cues yeah with sure. your parents that are like oh like what happened you know what i'm saying like you guys aren't really like in love in love yeah you know
0: that shit was happening i've been listening to your lyrics. yeah
4: so i'm just like <laughs> oh like now now to be able to sit and analyze and be like oh like this is best for everybody it's like yeah. very it's very like rewarding and it's very just like at ease to me to be like i wasn't a part of the divorce wasn't because of me mm. i'm uh, doing my own shit they're happy now yeah i've never seen them more happy that's good so it's amazing it's an amazing thing some some things don't last forever and that's okay yeah you know yeah, yeah. it's fully
0: okay it's hard for parents a lot of parents stay together for their kids and exactly that's like not you know? the right thing to do when, I'm when glad i glad it wasn't I, when i finally realized that look i got it it's it's okay mm-hmm. parents it's, uh, you know, sometimes you have to come to the realization that you gotta do what you have to do for yourself. Absolutely. Um Absolutely but, but it did well. deeply affect you in a lot of different ways. I yeah, mean, I've read I've listened to your lyrics. No, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but you're liking Elena? I love it. Yeah, what do you like about it? Everything. No fucking
4: cold, snowy shit. Well, there's that. Yeah. I mean that's a the that's traffic duh. is kind of like a thing though. Traffic sucks. Taxes suck. Do you hang in the valley a lot or you get over the
0: hill? Or- I'm, yeah. I'm
4: in the valley a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a couple homies over in Santa Monica so I, I try to go over there whenever I need a, a break from the the artist's life and i just want yeah. to be calvin and just go to the beach and fucking feel the fucking sand I know, you it's know it's nice like, over there right yeah dude yeah, it's so yeah. cool
0: i like hanging out in venice yeah bro venice, venice is dope bro. my
4: guitar player brennan is uh from venice oh, really? or like he lives in venice now
0: oh nice he's dope yeah that's a go visit that's brennan a lot yes. Brendan? brennan 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 yeah. yeah good good to have a friend no he's yeah, if you don't if you, yeah. if you can't have a house in venice it's good to have a friend that lives to have there. a friend yeah <laughs> he's got this little pet squirrel too that's random
4: I a know that squirrel like an ice age The yeah, his, his name is almond <laughs> almond 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 I named him oh that's a good one he's great yeah yeah yeah. because he, he always like we'd feed him
0: almonds all the time
4: <laughs> to the point where like he'd just like crawl up to us and like sit on our like laps and just like we'll feed him almonds
0: so he's been domesticated he won't yeah. run away is he on a leash no nah, we should put him on one <laughs> he knows <laughs> we're
4: like just run up on the so fence. You keep
0: giving enough. If you keep if you give animals almonds all the time, they're not gonna run away. I know they're gonna so just <laughs> give all animals almonds. Yeah. Um you really confront feelings and situations kind of head on, and I really like that. Absolutely. Yeah, and I can tell that about you. Like you just Absolutely. you get in, you get in there, you get in deep. Yeah. Um when I saw one of your songs, like, sincerely fuzz what is yeah, it? Sincerely fuck you. Sincerely comma. Fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> I was like, I'm on board. Yeah, yeah for sure. I want to be part of this party a lot. For sure.
4: I, I just think being like in people's faces about it's fine to be a human being. Like It's okay to like sit and cry. It's okay to feel. It's okay to, again, be a human being and just being like, I feel sincerely fuck you is how I feel right now. It's fine. It's a moment. It'll yeah. pass. And today I feel uh, my bad the new song i just dropped i feel like this today or i feel like this so it's it's really cool to be able to have a voice
0: and, and allow people to, to have that expression what is it like for you to get up there on stage and have that kind of connection and you know project those feelings outwardly to others and have it received i'm, I'm learning to love it for yeah sure. it wasn't always you didn't always
4: love it no there's still there's even now there's still a part of me that's like I don't think I like performing, you know. Uh-huh. But the other part is like you need to, because people can see you at your most purest, you know. Because I think when I perform, like I do, I get a little drunk. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, no,
0: literally, you like to drink before you get on stage. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh-huh. I take what's the, your drink? Of double choice? shot of whiskey. Uh huh. Yeah, that's
4: double shot of whiskey. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Is that a
0: reference that I'm not getting? No, it's just me. That's just you. Yeah. So yeah,
4: yeah. yeah, do that, and then it's just like
0: I'm just drunk singing to a bunch of people, and they're just like,
4: yeah, nice. (laughs) Yeah, it's cool.
0: You love it, man. You're getting off on this. Yeah, it's cool. It's so great. I love your enthusiasm, man. It's just infectious, man. I'm feeling it. (laughs) Thanks, bro. I'm feeling it. I love that. I love that, dude. Um, The your music i want to talk about um it's categorized as hip-hop i think it's and i came in here and i was like dude i've been loving your stuff and for anyone who's listening that's not familiar with uh, party alone's music go out and listen to this, this is well, please really really great amazingly listenable kind of i almost called it folk hip-hop
4: it, it's like uh, it's, it's like folk yeah like it just is like right? it's feel music it's just it's just human music music for
0: humans yeah music for humans i like that that's just what it is it's not for, for, not for aliens although we do believe in yeah, that aliens. we've already established that y'all can listen to it if you want to <laughs> <laughs> um where are you uh where are you headed here uh, what's what's like your touring schedule coming up um so i had just gotten off
4: uh an amazing tour with mod sun a few months back yeah. um i've been on and off of tour with Arden jones we do little small runs and then just small show, shows like this, you know. I had an after party yesterday. Then I have uh, the show. I'm super nervous for tomorrow. And then uh, <laughs> no. like October, well, no, November, nothing that a double shot of whiskey can't hey, cure. Nothing but a double shot of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I'm going on my headline tour in uh, October, November. Nice, yeah. I'm nice. For that.
0: We're nationwide. Whereabouts? I wish. We're going national. We're going
4: overseas, baby. Oh, really? No, nah, I'm just kidding. Nah, 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 nah. Nah. Just, it's like a Midwest tour. Uh huh. Yeah. Just
0: cool. like, I want to, if I can't catch your set tomorrow, I want to definitely see if you're coming back. Well, you I probably we can back set here tomorrow. I better. I'm going to have a double shot of whiskey up. before your set. i like, throw up on stage. Oh, that I'm i I'm here for that. I'm here for that. I'm here for that. I'm going
4: to be like, what, what the fuck are you guys looking at? Nah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you're super active on, on, uh, on social media, I see. I mean, tons of followers and stuff. How do you, um, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Just facts, dude. No, it's dope. Um, so, how does when you're saying like it was hard to get out there and project it to the audience? How does that? How's the social media kind of thing um, uh, sit with you? And is that difficult for you to put things out there? Um, I think like two
4: years ago when I didn't know who I was as a person, it was because I was like I was so prone to judgment and I was so so prone to expectations i put in my own head that other people are gonna think of me yeah right you know so i was just like i don't want to talk about my feelings and then i did in a in a TikTok, and like it it, it went crazy so I, I think ever since two years ago I, I was like okay like people also feel this way and it just started inching forward and forward until i got this amazing fan base like type family yeah to be like yo we, we love you and we're here for you and uh-huh. i'm like i love you and i'm here That's for you nice. now That's this nice. is why
0: i do it like so it really work for you in the sense of you know it's it's that if you if something if you put things you just got to put things out there and you can't worry about yes. what comes back I, and
4: just be true to yourself like yeah. i know when i first started making music i would try to reciprocate the music i listened to like lil wayne and like that whole like when i was like just that shit and i was like this just isn't like i'm not a street artist so like i'm like this is how i feel and like this is who i am so i think finding yourself in your sound and your voice beats trying to sound like someone else's sound and voice yeah perspective
0: yeah 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 Yeah. just do you just do you there you go yeah right (laughs) on yeah Thanks so much, man. No, I appreciate I Appreciate it. you for for being here, man. Dude, thank you, bro.
4: Yeah. Enjoy your time in LA. You oh wait, I was gonna say you as well. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: do you ever go back? Where do you live no. now? Yeah, yeah, I got right, right I actually right, right, live right, right across the street here. In that building. Mm, not necessarily, but one of those. In that it's one. It's a smaller one. It's not one of those big ass tall ones. That one's still being built. Um yeah ordinarily i come here when this is not happening and i'm like throwing a, a disc park. with my yeah. dog right here on this you know, on this lawn here it's great cr- it's weird park. surreal for me
4: i bet i bet <laughs> the skate parks over there that's the first yeah, did time i you ever see the seen the skate park yeah it's beautiful it's cool right yeah yeah, yeah.
0: there's always people in that skate park. i know
4: that's another thing about minnesota all we had was beers trucks fields skating skate parks
0: uh, yeah are you a good skater yeah yeah what can not you like do the best well like- no come on I didn't say you were the best. Like,
4: um, I can do tray flips, hard flips, cake flips, heel flips, no basic shit. Okay, those no are all like things stairs, I don't understand, but crazy okay, gaps. But and shit. I, heard, I heard the flip thing.
0: Oh, gap jumps are cool. Can't so do you got to hold. You got to go. Oh, you can't do nah, gaps. Nah, fuck that. I'm scared. Yeah, because if you, if you sh- hit short one of those things, man, wow, shattered. You're donezo. I know, right? You feel it tomorrow. Don't do it. Absolutely, don't do not. it, dude. You guys too much to lose. Too much. You do. Yeah, maybe you want to fuck yourself up. No, I know, I already did, but it's all good. Oh, you did what you do We're we're quick recoverers because you're young. Yeah, I know. Don't look at me when you say that. But thank you for the. We're eye contact. quick
4: recover. <laughs> no, <like>, no, <laughs> <kidding. laughs> yeah, bro. enjoy
0: enjoy the quick recovery while you're young. I'm trying,
4: me. man. This yeah. this drinking, the double shot don't, of whiskey is. Don't hitting, drink
0: uh, and, and bored.
4: board. No, I drink and perform I is mean, one thing, it, man. But we're talking fun.
0: physical coordination here. Yeah, true. Yeah, just bear that yeah, in mind, brother. Absolutely. Hey, thanks a lot for being here, Colin. Dude, thank you so much. So man. nice to have you. Pleasure man. meeting. You, yeah, bro, yeah. It's really you, real. you're great. I really I, I love your energy, and you I wish you well. the best of luck, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks. See you tomorrow. All right, I'll be there. Let's go. Okay, that was party alone. Calvin's such a really great dude. I really enjoyed talking to him. You can just feel what a good, sweet human he is and how empathetic he is. And uh, like I mentioned at the top, how he likes to get uncomfortable just to sit in those feelings and reflect on them. And uh, that indie folk vibe of his music really uh, is expressive. And the way that he communicates through that is just um, exceptional. I I, I really love it. And he came back into the the press area on the next day, I think it was, after he came off the stage on the Bud Light stage. Just a massive stage for him, as he talked about during the interview. He was so psyched, high-fiving people, and really just absolutely vibrating. And I talked to his guitarist as well. And These guys were just so stoked to be there. It was really great to just feel that excitement that they were feeling there. Uh, His most recent album is entitled I Left You in Minnesota. And uh, there's also a kind of EP-length album that's out, I'm the Dumb One, as well, from 2023. He's going on a headlining tour in October and November in the Midwest. Uh, Please go check out Party Alone. You can visit his website for more information. And thanks so much to Calvin for being here on this episode. Next up is Jeffrey Paradise. Otherwise known as Poolside, uh, he grew up in San Diego, moved to L.A. Um, he's going to be at the My Morning Jacket One Big Holiday uh, Beach Vacation Event. I'm really psyched uh, that uh, to see him there. Was really excited when I learned that Poolside was going to be at Lollapalooza as well. Uh, Jeffrey's got an album coming out October 20th, entitled "Blame It All on Love." Right now, there's one single out entitled "Float Away." can't talk about that album without um, kind of going into this sort of tragic and chilling event that occurred uh, near his house in Malibu that Jeffrey uh, witnessed and was peripherally uh, a part of not in the accident, but kind of in the aftermath. And it really informed the backstory and the writing of blame it all on love. Uh, So some interesting circumstances surrounding that, but I'm really absolutely loving poolside their 2022 album uh, low season 2020 album low season is just absolutely stunning it's kind of like on a regular play mode here uh for me and i loved his after show at lincoln hall it was just outstanding um interestingly he covered neil young's harvest moon in kind of a disco vibey style sort of going against the grain in that respect but reflected back on kind of the, the chill soul vibe of his growing up in san diego um super interesting human. We had a really nice conversation and I hope to have him back on the show. But for this quick one, introduction to the road case audience, really psyched to have Jeffrey. So thanks so much for him being here for this one. I'll come back afterwards to talk a little bit more about Jeffrey Paradise and then introduce the next guest, Aiden Bissett. And here's Poolside. My overall demeanor and appearance just is constantly offensive. Oh,
3: I mean, no. I wouldn't say it. <laughs> it's more like repelling. No, right. I'm just kidding. No, yeah. no, it's great to, great to meet you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Good to meet you too, Jeff. Um, I'm so psyched to have you on the show. Um, I've been telling you that I'm loving the music and also a My Morning Jacket fan. Oh, shit. I'm really psyched that you're going to be at OBH. That's awesome. And I think it's beginning of April, if my memory serves. It, it is. It's. Uh, I, I don't know. All I know is that is. I'm going. Like, and first weekend just, of
3: April in somewhere in mexico i think baja i'm not you know. uh it's at the hard rock um, riviera maya okay and so it's like an hour
0: south of the cancun airport okay so then, 45 yeah, minutes like ish. yeah tulum yeah tulum yeah. oh you're familiar with the area oh yeah i love mexico yeah do you have you been to when was the last time you were at tulum it's changed a lot not for the better i used um, to go like 20 years ago and it was really cool that yeah, completely yeah. off the grid just a village basically totally and just like these low-key off-the-grid hotels yeah. on the beach yeah, nothing I, was built higher than palm tree level you know it was just and it was extraordinary and peaceful and now you go there and it's just you it's like
3: vegas ish it's like edm <laughs> thump going on everywhere. all night long it's, yeah. No, I, I stayed in a hammock at Papaya Playa like in maybe 2007 or 8. I think I remember that place. Yeah. It's still there, but now it's, you know, an Maya evening. Tulum is no longer there. Also, oh, no. the hotel,
0: they okay. do a lot of, used to do a lot of yoga retreats there. Um, Posada Margarita, does that ring a bell? They have a nice yes. Italian restaurant there. Oh, yeah. 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 Run by an Italian guy that just like bugged out and just like, lived in tulum and I'm, that
3: one was downtown like not on the beach no it was on the beach okay, okay. yeah there yeah, was yeah. one on like in the town an italian place that was amazing uh, i forget the name for but the anyways la- yeah
0: prior to the last obh last year i think it was i i went down to tulum and stated that ana y jose that oh yeah that,
3: yeah yeah
0: that's been there for forever yeah, that's been there too yeah, yeah that was cool well that's great i'm it's going to be a great vibe i'm telling all my obh for the you have to, i'm sending yeah. everybody this uh uh your music it's really really exciting but you've got an amazing background man and I, I can't wait to to talk to you about it you grew up in san diego i did i did yeah I left i'm from southern quick, california but
3: pretty quickly as like in as soon as i could oh you did but i loved it growing up but then once i was like maybe in my senior year of high school i was like i gotta go to a, a real city but yeah
0: once yeah um, but yeah i loved it how old are you now 44. okay so we're a I'm little bit in the same range i'm, I'm getting a b- up much there. older than you but yeah
3: yeah <laughs>
0: um yeah, my mom. My, my mom, a lot of friends live in San Diego. Grew up in Southern California. Grew up in LA. Oh, so okay. I'm In San Diego quite frequently. Yeah. I get it.
3: My parents are both s- sort of Los Angelinos. Oh, okay. My dad's from Corona. My mom grew up in East LA and oh, then Alhambra. Enough. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, East LA is a place to be now. Yeah,
0: very cool now. Yeah, yeah. Eastern yeah. side. Everyone's talking about the East Side. No one ever talked about the, the East Side was not
3: a thing when I was no, growing up. It was no. All, yeah. Definitely
0: not. Yeah. Now it's big. Um. So and you, where you, li- you live in Malibu now?
3: I do. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I and made it. I made it out of the east side. I was going to hold this until the end. <laughs> okay,
0: okay. You know where I'm going. Your house in Malibu. This in- insane thing happens. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah. That. In your the 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 novel of information that I received and have uh, gone over combed over. Um, I didn't even like search the internet for this, but I mean wow. Yeah, that was gnarly. That I did like amazing house that you found. I was so jealous. And then, you know, and then this really bizarre occurrence happened. Do you <laughs> mind do you mind just talking to me about it just for I br- mean, briefly?
3: I can. It's a quite a long it story. Is. It's Like it, I it, want
0: it, but but people need to know that this would this <laughs> that this happened. And it was all while you're putting together so before we get there, we'll talk about um, this new upcoming album "Blame It All on Love." Does that have a um, Does that have a release date? October twentieth. Yeah. October twentieth. Okay, and remind me of the name of the single that's up there now because I really float really away. loved it. Yeah, float away.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, so that just came out. It's a collab with Vansire and it's kind of a yacht rock inspired song. Yeah, uh,
0: it's it's really really wonderful. I mean, if you told me it was yacht rock. I wouldn't listen to it, but right. I, cause I would, I mean, I mean, it's not, it's not <laughs> yacht, I mean, yacht rock's, rock's great. People call Steely Dan yacht rock. Yeah, and I'm exactly. a huge fucking Steely yeah, Dan fan. Uh, okay, fine. It's yacht rock. That's the kind of people yeah. use that term. Is that a positive term for things? I mean, you used it on your own music, so clearly it is to you, yeah. but so, I think people have grabbed hold of it and like use it in a weird way.
3: I think if you're our age, it's a uh, <laughs> derogatory term, <laughs> right? If you're like 25, it's, it's just like saying like, um, alternative rock or yeah
0: something like well that. maybe it's just that you and i i mean i'm about 15 years older than you though oh wow you look yeah. great oh thank you i'm always fishing for that <laughs> no i'm not um you kind of it becomes like a dad joke thing <laughs> fair enough <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah the new singles interesting you have these uh, and if you visit the music for any pulse. I guess maybe just for the recent stuff, I didn't really like go through and see for every track right. and every album. But on Spotify, there's this amazing visual right. um, aid. I don't know yeah, visual. They're aid. called
3: visualizers. Is that what it's called? Yeah, exactly.
0: Phenomenal. It's <laughs> Thank not you. on. Um, that's not on. I an Apple Music. No, it's something you have
3: to deliver to Spotify.
0: Oh, and then they. But Apple they, Music they,
3: doesn't allow it. They have some other thing. I forget what it's called. Where oh, you but it's not per song it's just like you having this like yeah. kind of gift the
0: embedding of music into the band side is better on apple music i feel um, Probably, but yeah. then you've got this visualizer thing on it was it was so cool yeah, really yeah it's, cool. it's
3: clips from the music video oh okay and then like cut together yeah they're like special
0: ones for spotify it makes sense yeah, yeah. i figured it was like for video yeah. um and just on that note before we get to we've already teased this incredible incident that occurred to you guys <laughs> are let me have a drink here. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, just sparkling water. We'll yes, exactly. It.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Virgin.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I forgot what I was going to say, but
3: um, well, here you want oddly, me to give you the rundown of this this incident? Yeah, I okay. do. But oddly,
0: okay. um, the new music wasn't present on Spotify. I think, or there was something weird, and I had to go over to Apple Music to go look at that. Maybe I'm wrong. Correct huh. me if I'm wrong. I might as be completely off the,
3: base. As far as I know, everything is probably. Oh, maybe it was just the single
0: that's on Spotify, but they got the whole album out on, on Apple Music, and then just the one single. Oh, you can listen I see. to. Something like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. You can't. It's great stuff. We're getting into the weeds on all the music distribution, yes. but since yes, you yes. had that visualizer on there, it's kind of an interesting aspect of a of way to to market and just like kind of give people like your vibe as you're watching yeah. it. I mean, it is like yeah, it's from no, the it- video,
3: right? You could do that too, but mm-hmm. then it's right there, and it's, it's it is it's nice to get a, a sense some. Sometimes I'm not thrilled on all of the like, you know, content you have to create that is not music. Yeah. But yeah. on the other hand, cool. <laughs> sometimes it's cool that you get to use these other elements to show what you're about, what the song's yeah, about. Yeah. And it's, it's more context.
0: Talking about our ages, like that's just a thing. Like it's second nature to everybody
3: else. Yeah. Everybody yeah. else. <laughs> all of those <laughs> kids. Oh, yeah. The youngsters. No, but I mean I don't mind it and I appreciate that it exists but Absolutely. on the other hand sometimes you're just like you get your to-do list from your management and you're just like fuck Ugh. yeah do i have to do everything <laughs> make more content about something but anyways you yeah know. yeah
0: yeah so this this incredibly tragic and disturbing event happened
3: yeah so i was in the middle of making the record um i just moved into a, kind of a dream home and uh Was dropping off my manager at the airport and coming back and i like encountered a motorcycle accident where two motorcyclists were just like on the ground like very injured wasn't too gory but i mean like they couldn't move you know it was not it was always disturbing yeah Yeah, you're like not trivial i was like the second person on the scene so i get on my car to go check on them like are you guys okay and the first guy's like i'm okay but check on my friend like a car hit us on purpose like, the, and this occurred just adjacent to the, to your home. Like you were just like, yes, okay, exactly. right. like, I mean, not next, next door, but like, not like close enough. It's a pretty like, yeah, very close. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like for the area, there's not like, it's not suburban Some PCH up, up from the PCH. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, it's pretty sparse. Uh huh. So anyways, I'm just like, what the fuck's happening? And then I talked to the other guy and he's luckily fine too, ish, you know, not, yeah. And he's just like, yes, somebody hit us on purpose. They got out of their car. They stole our helmet and they ran away. And I'm just like listening. I've never been in such a crazy scenario where I'm just like, what the fuck is happening right Right. now? It's like a movie. It's not only tragedy. You're you're
0: just to sort out facts and waiting for 911 or the, the ambulance. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So then we're there kind of tending. Some more people have arrived and we're all kind of like calling the police and all this stuff. And then this woman comes up and she's just like, we, I mean, this story's so long, but she's just like, we got to get out of here. There's someone with a knife. He's trying to kill me. We got to go. He tried to kill them. We have to. Get, all of us have to get out of here. Right. Meanwhile, you knew it was a hit and run. It looked like a hit and run. There's no other it, way. Guys are going to be down on motorcycles in the streets. And she was making up a story. So what did that? Well, I mean, it didn't seem, it seemed very plausible. She said the people, you know, she was like, that's who'd hit them as some killer that's trying to kill her. Who are you to dispute the facts uh, as they were? So the other people who were there on the scene, just like flee, flee, fled, fled. And I'm just like, what? And she's like, please take me with you. Take me, like, get me out of here. He's going to kill me. I'm just like, what do I do right now? This is like, so I'm like, all right, you know, let's go. You know, I'm like, get in the car. (laughs) And we drive up the hill where, cause I have no phone reception there. It's in like the mountains. And then we go up to the top of the hill where there's reception. You know, it's like five minutes, not, nothing too crazy. Yeah. I'm calling the police. She's telling, she tells them a crazy ass story about like all this tragic stuff that's been happening to her. And I'm just like sitting there just being like, whoa, like I've never even like heard of this stuff. Yet. Yeah. At this point, luckily like police and fire engines have driven by. So I'm like, okay, like the, the motorists, the motorcycles are being tended to. So, you know, we're up there and then, you know, she's just like, you know, you, I got to get safe. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to drive you back down to this accident, drop you off with the police. You'll be safe. You yeah. Know? So I do that. Go back home. And then a few days later, some sheriffs come to my house and they're just like, yeah, we got your license plate. You know, you, you came to the scene. What's going on? We want to ask you questions. Right. So they asked me a million questions I felt to be honest, kind of like accusatory in a sense like it wasn't like they were like what were you doing there you know why yeah, were you? I was like, why hey. were you why did you pick this person up all this stuff i'm like what the hell is happening here like right. like i'm just and then they make then they pull out a lineup and they're like can you identify the person you picked up i was like probably i mean we were in a car together 15 minutes yeah and i was just like yeah i mean it was kind of obvious one person yeah. was her so then I, they were just like yeah that's what we thought you know and it was just like turns out she was the person who hit these guys in the Uh motorcycle she was making up the story about the uh you know being murdered or whatever being like someone trying to murder her right and um yeah she she has like warrants out for her arrest for other like crazy stuff and now two attempted murders and i was like driving her to safety you were in the car with a murderer. <laughs> yeah, for like a while, letting her use my phone and all sorts of stuff. Wow. Yeah. And they, did they catch her? Did you follow up on any of this? I have no idea. Unknown but i assume that's some disturbing shit man and that haven't. happened
0: like right in the middle while you were working on this latest album that's right. why i wanted to like cover it yes. because you can't like talk about the new album without talking about what was going on i mean i could have but i would have been
3: remiss It sort of informed the sort of blame it all in love concept in part in that you like it's sort of like you have this ambition you like live in your dream home you've made all these right you've done everything you wanted to Cause do because you would just move
0: there pretty much yeah just roughly move. speaking yeah, yeah exactly wow
3: and then, like, you know, there's always this sort of, like, tragic side of, like... Well, not... You know... Not always. Not always, This but, time there was.
0: Not but you, you feel like there's... I think, You like, like to look at kind of both sides. In they're a always-
3: Shakespearean almost sense of, like, yeah. where, you know, you fall in love with the ideal of someone, and then they're more than the ideal of themselves. Or, you know, you want to be a rock star or whatever, and, like, everything's going great, but you also have, like, all these obligations, and all, you're like, it's just never... I'm not saying like every life always sucks. I'm saying there's just always like the shadow side that you don't always anticipate. Yeah. But it always, it always finds a way to show you it's still there. Did you have the sort of mentality before this occurred? Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay. So this kind of fed into it your fed narrative into really that. nicely.
3: Yeah, it did. It really, really helped me be right. I, My I, favorite I love thing. I this for you. <laughs> I wish I found something laughing that about a contradicted about. my narrative, but and the fact that you were
0: in a car with a murderer is that like the news? That's the new song cycle that's coming up. Yeah, that that's got to drive something.
3: <laughs> Not to mix metaphors, well, right? Fair enough, dude. This album's gonna murder it. <laughs> so
0: we're gonna kill this interview too. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you start <laughs> thinking
3: we, of those phrases way different when stuff like this happens. But yeah, it oh, was I like, know.
0: Just because you and I have a bad sense of humor collectively, I, I already say, figured that out. I would say good. I would say yeah, yeah, yeah. the well, bad bad was in quotes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and a good bad sense of humor. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. about us. Yeah, <laughs> we rock. Yeah. Um, so San Diego, you split San Diego for San Francisco, as I understand. Like, you're a DJ. Tell me about the DJ years
3: and how that impacted your future in uh, music and live performance. i I'm mean impacted it a lot. I started working at a record store in college as like the indie rock guy, and it was a DJ oriented store. Mm-hmm. And I thought DJ music was pretty lame at the time, mm-hmm. and within a few months I became a DJ from just hanging <laughs> doing out doing lame music or doing good music.
0: I would Were like- you a lame DJ yourself? Or?
3: I've had my moments, but <laughs> I think <laughs> depends I'd, who you ask. <laughs> I'd like to think no, um, but no, I just I finally understood dance music. You know, I was like one of those people that's like I don't like that uns-uns music or whatever. Yeah, well, it doesn't really say much. Is the problem? Yeah, and I think coming from a rock, punk rock pop rock background. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But when you get taken out to a dance club and like have the time of your life, you're like, oh wait. Well, listening to the, have a time of your life, listening
0: to stuff that's actually that's acceptable to you, or listening, getting loaded enough to
3: listen to the uns music, then now it's just like background to your vibe. I think it was just. Really seeing like the joy that people had while dancing to yeah, dance music. I, hey,
0: I can do the own thing once in a while when I'm like having a couple drinks and having yeah. a good time, and then it just becomes the background. To, it just becomes what feeds feeding the vibe. Yeah, exactly. But then I realized even over here at Pitchfork just recently, I I interviewed a um a an experimental like uh-huh. EDM and experimental artist Axel Bowman from Stockholm. I love him. Yeah. The piano song he has that's so beautiful. So good. Yeah. He's got a really cool story, but, um, you know, mixing genres, fucking things up. Yeah. Telling a really compelling story Yeah, uh, in the music that he does, but he's a DJ, and that's kind of what I'm looking for. And I feel that a little bit in what you're doing. Oh, definitely. Not to say that, like, Poolside is completely DJ-driven stuff. It started that way, but it was
3: slowed down DJ music. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Axel was really cool. You should listen to that one
3: yeah cool. i i'm ai am a big fan of him and um i don't like yeah i haven't listened to maybe his most recent releases but yeah at at any rate yeah you just i felt like you just got how the music kind of bring like an expression of joy an expression of connection that like you know where punk rock was more like collective anger or frustration yeah. it's kind of the same thing but joy yeah I mean, there's plenty of really shitty rock music right there's plenty of, yeah, sure. most of it's really popular, or maybe not, right. most, but a lot of really popular rock music. I mean, it's really
0: shitty, it's subjective, it's also really great for other people, which is the thing, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes.
3: But you might say, like, sort of, maybe like, m- most of u two's catalog, you're probably not just like, cranking that like the later period U two or
0: yeah i don't i yeah. mean i was like on board for sunday bloody Sunday, yeah exactly. whatever that album war, is. And war. Yeah, yeah war that, and then and, and boy yeah those are and great records I'm, you know people are like U two's touring i'm like are they playing fucking uh i will follow <laughs> right. like let me know and i'll go
3: but yeah uh, so the main mainstream of dance is probably similar to like the most popular rock where you're just like i yeah. can't really fuck with it but
0: yeah Uh, another thing I I really love about what you do and what you've talked about is mixing genres and like fucking them up. And for sure, I think that's really, really interesting stuff. Um, And it's kind of shaped it. And I think you said some things about like what the genres mean to you and how you're mixing that up with DJing. And then you go and you, you're in the dj world you go and you cover harvest moon (laughs) exactly uh and that becomes really big yeah it's a a wonderful cover oh thank you i I love it you know i'm uh why'd you do that
3: well you know i guess it was exactly so the sound of poolside was kind of when music i was a dj and like it was moving more and more like into dubstep and i Mm. was just like going I, i can't really fuck with this genre like it's Maybe if I was 16, it would have replaced like punk or metal for me. Yeah. But at being like 30, I was just like, uh, this isn't really my music. Yeah. So it's kind of a backlash for making like contemporary dance music, but it was like essentially the polar opposite. Of right. You work. weren't you weren't going to roll with the trends at that point. You knew what you liked.
0: You yeah. You got into that when you were younger. Yeah. And you exactly. you kind of move that around. Yeah, okay. I kind That's of respect. rolled with the
3: trim for a while and then mm-hmm. I was just like I can't. Like this one is it's two steps too far for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. Two step. But um the puns are just rolling. Okay. Yeah, yeah. we're we're on we're on the pun train. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Puns aplenty. Um at any rate. So then uh, yeah, I was just like let me slow down like some disco and i had played a couple poolside sets like not as a band poolside but as a dj jeffrey paradise mm-hmm. and i was just like oh this is a chance to like, play music i really want to hear yeah and i was like fuck this is cool like I, no one's really making music like this in my mind did you start out uh just a technical question so would you start out
0: with a with a with a song that you love and you can fuck with it live when I DJ, yeah, like uh-huh. for live band that's now. super compelling. I, like, I mean, that's sampling yeah. what people are doing that all the time. There's exactly. different ways of doing it. Exactly. Yeah, if you, you hook into the, to your grid it, and you, you get expressed in, in, in a way that I dig because I dig what you do.
3: Yeah, like so well, uh, I'll sample like, you know, Bill Withers or like the Floaters or like all this like kind of chill soul. Cause that's another, we're going to jump around, but being from San Diego, there was like a huge Mexican population uh-huh. and they listened to like, It's probably the same as LA, like they called it oldies. That was the genre, (laughs) but it was essentially soul, like super laid back soul. And they would just like bump it in lowriders around like Mission Beach and stuff. Nice. And it was just, to me as a kid, it just looked so cool. You know, it's like (laughs) these stylish Mexican guys and like a super sick car. Uh And like girls all liked them and stuff. And I was just like, dude, that's so cool. So, in a sense, there's that's a layer of the music too, is that like kind of oldies soul. Soul, yeah. With like a little bit more dance production, yeah. Me, it.
0: Per, I love that. Me personally, I've sort of been di- delving into that kind of hip hop DJ world, but it's really soul and yeah, yeah. and R and B based. I really love that. I, I telling um, a lot of people to go watch "Take Me to the River," which is the documentary on the New Orleans on just New Orleans music, oh, yeah. With Galactic and the Meters and what yeah, have yeah. you, um, and Stoop Dog produced it. No, He's super worry. into it. Okay, and he, and I was really. It was really interesting to see how much hip hop as reflects back on, um, on new Orleans style music as a touch point. Oh yeah. For sure. Especially the Southern. Right. So then when you, when you, when you hook into that particular grid of those that are looking at new Orleans music, at least for me and my own taste, yeah. Yeah. That's sort of the branch that I've been kind of going down a little bit.
3: Did you see the, uh, juvenile tiny desk, the juvenile, no juvenile and Manny fresh do a tiny desk recently. Series. Yeah. Like within the last two months. I haven't. So they have a whole brass check band. Out. Oh really? It's and they do like uh drop oh, what's this big song like back that ass up. I mean, it's like <laughs> With a brass band at Tiny Desk and like Manny Fresh is like kind of doing some live drum gotta machine stuff. I got to go check it out. Go check it's out. really cool. The, Bob Boylan's on
0: it, man. He yeah. It's all the best stuff. It's, it's really cool. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's I had him on the show. He was really Oh, cool. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Such an interesting guy. A book you would like is Songs That Changed My Life. Bob Boylan wrote it uh, based on interviews that he did with artists about songs that changed their lives. So they oh, he'll shit. preface it in each chapter and has like, I don't know, I want to say like a couple dozen artists in the book. Okay. And, he, and then he'll do a preface on each one of those artists, talk about them and the nature of this interview, and then add some quotes or um the text from the interview about how those songs change each one of those artists' life. Talk about different genres and how people get influenced by various music and how that affects their own creative process. It's really interesting.
3: And it's a book. It's a book. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Um, we're being circled. The vultures are uh, circling oh now, Jeff.
3: Well, time I wanted to is talk flying. to you about like
0: what you talked about, uh, live in your life like you have 10 million dollars in the bank but we're gonna have to save that for another time Jeff because we're getting the hook from your from your manager uh, publicists oh she's Alec. lovely but yeah you know so she's strict though she is yeah. now we're talking about you by the way now we're talking about you circling
3: do we, do we need to go Alex
0: Publicists, offer.
3: they circle
0: it's not disturbing at all. It's not well, nerve wracking. I've we gotten could, used to it, but we we're just making fun of it because we're vibing out and we and and we're and we're out of time.
3: We can check back in for round two. or That would be part, great. Part I, would to, I would love to have you on again. Okay. Yeah,
0: let, Let's cool. let's make that happen, Jeff.
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm always down for a good conversation. Yeah, we can do it
0: before O B H. That would be cool what's OBH oh, one big holiday oh okay yeah, perfect yeah yeah. yeah yeah, well thanks for sharing this awesome uh, thanks, really man. psyched to have you on the show and uh, can't wait for blame it all on love tell me again the date because I'm October like October 20th my melting October yeah,
3: 20th dates are hard to keep track of
0: yeah especially when you forget them
3: precisely <laughs>
0: <laughs> thanks Jeff it was a pleasure all right. poolside man it's all great right. stuff love it thanks great for being here great to meet here.
3: you and uh, I look forward to seeing you in Mexico same here great to meet you too thanks for being here man cheers Bye.
0: Okay. That was me and Jeffrey having just a great chat over on a picnic table and the press area at Lala because it was raining and soggy and I just had to get away from it all. But it was a great place to sit down for a quiet chat with him. He's... um. He's an interesting character. I I really liked uh I really enjoyed chatting with him and you know we went deep in a couple areas and you know I'd love to have him back on the show for an hour. I think we could really uh really have a good conversation. I'd love to bring that to you all. Like I said, he's going to be at the My Morning Jacket one big holiday vacation shows down in Mexico and I'm really psyched about that. He is just absolutely going to blow everyone away. And I know lots of people are really excited to see him there. His after show at Lincoln Hall, uh, just after the last, uh, on the last day of Lala was absolutely amazing. Um, you know, I talked about the situation that occurred in Malibu and how that affected him. You know, I didn't want to go down that road entirely. And I certainly had more questions about it and, uh, would like to tie it, uh, a little more tightly into the development of his album, Blame It All on Love. But, um, you know, it just needed to be covered in the context of writing that most recent album. So I needed to just have him explain it a little bit and hear about it in his own words. It's just such an absolutely crazy story. But big picture, Jeffrey's just a super interesting artist. And, um, you know, he's constantly kind of bucking trends um, and uh, altering what the commonly conceived notions are of certain genres and uh, his own musical ideas in order to go in his own direction. And I just absolutely love that. And his live show is just absolutely amazing, you know, energetic, tight and just solid fun with a danceable with a danceable vibe yet top-notch musicianship which i just think was amazing and he closed down the show with grateful dead shakedown street which i think was um just a great matching of band and song for a cover it was absolutely superb and of course way back in 2011 he covered uh, neil young's harvest moon in a kind of a disco vibey way and that really put him on the map quite a bit as you heard him say and um Please go check out his 2020 album, Low Season. It's just absolutely amazing. And I can't wait to hear his new upcoming album, Blame It All on Love, that comes out on October 20th. For more information on Poolside and Jeffrey Paradise, you can visit Poolside's website. Thanks again to Jeffrey for being here on Roadcase from Lollapalooza. Next up, Aiden Bissett. Aiden's a now LA-based 20-year-old songwriter uh, who really focuses on putting himself out there in his songwriting uh, style. He really sings from the heart. Uh, that gives him strength. That really grounds him. And uh, for a 20-year-old, he's a super self-aware guy. Uh, super handsome dude, too. Uh, the, uh, this was his first festival set ever And uh, he's going on a first headlining tour coming up in the fall. Uh, He just feels like he's, like he said, he's riding a big wave. Uh, His latest single out is entitled Sick. Uh, He's got an EP from 2022 entitled I'm All Right If You're Okay. Uh, His set at the BMI stage, I was lucky enough to have seen that from kind of backstage, side stage, and I hung out in the crowd a little bit. Just great energy. He really puts it out there. Awesome voice. I love this guy. I don't spend a lot of time listening to pop, but, um, super solid dude. His show was fantastic. I really loved it. Covered the clash. It was just 100% really great. Um, so this was a really brief interview, about 10 minutes, but I was really glad to be able to bring Aiden to all of you. I'll be back just after this to talk a little bit more about Aiden and then wrap up this part one of my Lala Palooza music festival series of in-person interviews. But first, here is Aiden Bissett. Aiden, nice to meet you, man. Thanks for being on Roadcase. Nice to meet you. I'm stoked to be here. Right on. Uh, Just caught your set at BMI. It was really cool. Sweet, man. I, I loved it, man. I love also, uh, I mean, the energy power pop, man. It's where it's at. Thank you. Yeah, I know.
5: It was so fun. I, I don't think I'll ever forget an experience
0: like that how cool is that stage
5: so sick i mean it's it, like just the setting this the trees and everything it's right cool. is what i'm saying yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: awesome
0: uh, and it kind of backs up on the lakeshore yeah track. that's like yeah, so cool. you know all chicagoans are happy they don't close lakeshore that's for sure but yeah you got, like the traffic buzzing by and like that that tree canopy like it's so what sick. was that like being up there on stage and like looking out over that whole thing
5: i mean i i didn't know what to expect you know you never know this is my first festival so first festival ever
0: wow yeah welcome to the big show yeah
5: you know um so i I didn't know what to expect i didn't know if people would show up um so i was just crossing my fingers i'm like please please show up yeah um but as soon as i got on stage i was like this is the coolest thing
0: yeah i've ever seen that's awesome i was um i was backstage because i was talking with daniel ponder that played before you before i had on the show and i noticed there was these uh Nice young ladies that were yelling to come over and say hi to them through the fence. Do you remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes. One of them was like, I appreciated her like um her forwardness or whatever. Like she's like, get the fuck over here right now, <laughs> yeah. like in a in a nice way.
5: Yeah, no. For, the, and you were cool.
0: Like you went over there and like said hi. That yeah, was nice. it's
5: funny. Like some of them, some of the the people who listen to my music are they're just like they're just li- they're just so blunt. They're just like get over like. Do this, do that. I'm like, you know what? It's out of love. Like, they're here. Yeah. To, like, so, because they love you. Do you think music. that's something
0: like specific to your <laughs> brand of music? Or do you talk to other performers that kind of like, is it just like the girls that are out there just like get over? Did they just like, this is my chance to like.
5: I think, I think it's when I, th- I think, I take it as a good sign when, when fans are like that demanding. I think that's like the, the kind of cult fan base. You that's know? what you want. That's the thing that you want. You want the people like so emotional to a point where they
0: would go look at you and be like
5: get the fuck over here you know what I mean
0: (laughs) yeah I mean like if they feel you're accessible that's not a bad thing no I hope it doesn't lead to like problems and stuff down the line I'm pretty I'm
5: pretty good all of us are really great about, you know, so having some sort of
0: separation, you know, there needs to be like a level of boundary. Of I mean, I think fans need to respect that, too. But of some course. like go off the deep end and then <laughs> yeah. got big, and then there's bigger problems with those people, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like throwing water
5: bottles or shit like stuff on stage. We're just like,
0: right. Don't throw the mic at that. Like, hey,
5: man. <laughs> yeah. So I just saw somebody throw a mic at somebody. I, was, I think it was like Cardi here? B. No, no oh, no. Car, Cardi oh, Yeah, that Cardi she's like, B thing. That's what I'm talking about. Somebody. Yeah, I somebody. She chucked that thing. I was like, okay. Those are heavy too. Yeah, No, I, she definitely could get sued for that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: Probably Somebody's already gonna is. Somebody's going to make a bag off that. You know there's a lawyer out <laughs> oh, there 100%. right now. percent Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. we. I just need to mention briefly Clash. Should I stay yeah. or should I go? Nice callback. I love that. I, I'm a, I'm. I'm of the Clash era. Yeah. Yeah. Or did I, you listen to a lot of it? Oh, 100%. I love the Clash.
5: Um, I mean... There's so much like, I mean, it's like that that era of music for me is so influential um, because it's just like garagey, you know what I mean? Like it's like, Uh, yeah, it's uh, nothing's perfect about it. It's just people making music that sounds good to them yeah and i think that's so special
0: and then to be able to create those kind of hits and that kind of yeah. energy is like even makes it even more cooler exactly more cool more cooler <laughs> most coolest <laughs> most cool. yeah there you go <laughs> go back and listen to give them enough rope okay i will The clash album i will you'll be blown away and london calling of course. i mean of course yeah that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah 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 um where you look for you're from florida originally yeah i i,
5: I was born there and then i grew up in oregon um and then i moved back to florida to
0: finish a high school so like back and forth west coast east coast uh-huh um, yeah uh you live in elena yes oh cool yeah out in malibu or is that just video just sit out there um
5: i wish i lived in malibu uh- <laughs> i live in like ho- the hollywood area
0: which is so <laughs> well, listen different. i talked to Corey harper who yeah. like lives in a shack on some guy's property dude I mean, maybe i'm being like weird about the sh- I don't know.
5: no i mean every Shaq's on my
0: mind because these guys were—we were all talking about Shaq. Yeah, before,
5: yeah D, DJ know. Diesel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I feel like every developing artist in this like realm, we all kind of live in Shacks. <laughs> live what? In Shacks, you know? It's, yeah, of one sort or another. Yeah, it, uh, it takes a while to get to get really afloat. You know what I mean? Especially in LA.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I love the music. I love how you get really personal with it. And I, as I understand from one of the things that I have read, a little bit of research that I did you really kind of look at writing as a way to kind of work through your own kind of thinking either about relationships, about love. How does that really kind of shape the way that you look at life and look at things and how does it help you?
5: Yeah, I had a, I was working with uh, a mentor of mine recently and he said something that like just stuck with me um, about writing and life in general. And he said, you know, if you had a, a megaphone and you could stick it up to your chest, and and you could display what your heart was saying that's your truth right and that's how you should live that's how you should write right that's how you should perform um so i've been trying my hardest to live that way and make music that way um speaking my truth um
0: whatever my heart is saying at the time that's amazing how old are you you're like 21 i'm 20 (laughs) 20. yeah you're younger than like my second oldest kid man (laughs) That's amazing. That's a super mature attitude. Like, yeah. does it, does it serve, has it served you well?
5: Yeah, I really think so. I mean, of course, you know, I'm immature in other ways. I'm sure my relationships, <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> uh, but we don't know. need to point out. I'm not here to point out your
5: flaws. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm course. Not course. trying to be positive. No, man. no, that's no. True. I appreciate that. No, I'm just a self-deprecating kind of person.
0: Um, oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, but, we can go down that road. Too yeah.
5: <laughs> no, I, I, yeah. I mean, I think living it, it's, it's helped. You know, I I think everybody goes through tough times, and being able to just take a step back and you know not put on an act for a second is really important. And that's kind of
0: when you get really personal like that. Do you ever kind of have a feeling where oh well, what if I don't have personal things going on? Is it is it is it does it cause you anxiety? Yeah, not to plant a seed or anything, <laughs> no, but the 100%. thought comes to me.
4: You know,
5: if there's not stuff going on in my life, it's like crazy. You know, sometimes I'm not in a relationship. Sometimes I'm not doing crazy things. Yeah, so I get. I of course I get antsy, but yeah. like I think. Realizing and learn, like being able to recognize, okay, these moments are the moments that I'm antsy, right? And being able to like be at peace and learn to be at peace is really important.
0: Yeah, it feels like you have a good self awareness. That's try. like exceptional <laughs> for like someone of your age, I think. You know, I'll take it. <laughs> take the compliment <laughs> yes. when you got it, dude. Um, and especially because I, I, um, I think I read, you know, you were saying like sometimes I move too fast. Yeah. I, Dude, I'm 59, and I I I used to be fall prey to that trap as well. Yeah, that's a good one to be aware of. 100%, yeah, man. It's just like it's, it's it's in
5: a place like L.A. It's it's tough because everybody is moving so 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 fast, and you feel like I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do this, got to do that. But you really don't, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like if you miss an event, if you miss a party, whatever, like miss a performance, like the world's not going to end. And your listeners are still your listeners, yeah. right? They're not going to hate you because you didn't do something. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's tough. It's also something I struggle with every day, like moving too fast. Right. But um, I think I've been trying really hard to just be able to sit down and not listen to my ADHD, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, just just be okay with being slow
0: yeah and and are you talking like all aspects of your life yeah just in general is it sort of was an only kind of relationship based no just overarching umbrella you know Uh uh-huh so first festival yeah first headlining tour this fall as i understand am i correct yes yeah how's um
5: it's like riding it's like riding a a big wave uh, just a high i mean it, it is so cool just being able to do that and just get like a taste of like what what it could be like you know what 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 it could turn into is just like such uh an inspiring thing and like it it is so motivating you know because i want i want to be able to do that every day um so with the headline tour i'm so stoked for that because it's like the first time it'll be you know be my show it won't be somebody else's right um so being able to experience that and like give my listeners and fans like a real experience outside of studio recordings is is important
0: yeah 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 um tell me how you feed off of like energy of the audience i see like a lot of energy going on tell me what's your what's your vibe with that what's kind of what's your what's your feeling on that and how does it how does it um you know move you motivate you as a performer
5: it's important i mean i love when people are jumping up and down and getting into it and singing like it definitely helps a lot with my energy and you know i've had to learn you know especially on opening you know there's going to be times where they don't really care you know and and you have to provide everything you have to provide all the energy Yeah, yeah so being doing those opening slots for the past year has taught me how to like just give everything even if nobody's giving you anything
0: right right you know Awesome, dude. Well, I Good. wish you the best of luck, man. Thank you. I'm getting the hook now. I know. We're all, getting the, we're all, all getting the hook. We're all getting the <laughs> hook. <laughs> no problem. um Yeah. Well, I'll see you in Chicago. You're yes. playing a Hollywood show, uh, Hall- Halloween show. Yes, Chicago, we are. We are. That'll be great, man. Yeah. Well, continued success to you, man. I really appreciate you being here. And so uh, I love your show. I love what you do. Thank you. Yeah. well so nice to see you. Thanks so much, buddy. Thank you. Cheers. 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 Okay, that was uh, really nice to be able to sit down with Aiden and uh, chat with him and introduce him to the Roadcase audience. Just, uh, just a really solid dude. I mean, 20 years old, super self-aware and self-reflective. Uh, I'm, I just absolutely love it. How Also, how he talked about uh, one of his mentors telling him, just like, if you imagine putting a megaphone up to your chest, uh, what would that be? Like, whatever you're feeling, just say it. Just say your truth. And that can go... That goes in all aspects of life, not just from a songwriting perspective, but it certainly works for Aiden. And kind of, we talked a little bit about that not moving so fast issue, which, you know, I could struggle with too, you know, formerly in relationships or, you know, what have you, you know, just don't get let that brain just push you ahead. But he also related it to uh, being in LA and, feeling that pressure of having to move around so much, but he talked about being able to step back and not putting on an act is just really important to him in staying true to himself. He's just very reasonable and stable human. And I kind of really gathered that from just a brief 10-minute interview with him. Um, he is super excited still um, being able to sit down with him there just after uh, a couple hours after his set on the BMI stage, which I said was just was just spectacular. Uh, that was his first Headline, that was his first festival set. That's just fantastic for him. Um, he's also going on a first headlining tour coming up. You can visit his website for more information on that and the big wave that he's riding. And um, I love how he talked about how just the energy of the show and feeding off the energy of the crowd and how uh, playing in support really uh, to Potentially not so supportive audiences or audiences that were not familiar with him that really sort of got him in um, that mode of putting his energy out there and practicing that and preparing him for this headlining tour. Uh, Really happy to have Aiden on the show. So thanks so much to him for that. So this wraps up part one of this Lollapalooza uh, series of in-person interviews I did at the festival in Grant Park in Chicago, uh, August 3 through 6. Thanks again to all the artists for being here. Uh, Frank Moody, Ned Frank and John Moody, Party Alone, Jeffrey Paradise, Poolside, and of course, Aiden Bissett. Thanks to all of the artists for sitting down with me at Lollapalooza and chatting with me for the road, for you guys, road case audience we got a lot of amazing artists coming up in parts two and three of this Lollapalooza series, so stay tuned for those. And thanks again for being here for this episode of Roadcase. Thanks again so much for listening. And I'd like to encourage everyone to get involved with Roadcase. You can do so in a number of different ways. You can email me at info at dot com with questions, comments, and even suggestions for guests. Or you can follow us on the socials, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We're at Roadcase Pod. And we have a YouTube channel called Roadcase Podcast. And of course you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite listening platform. And if you could please rate and review the podcast while you're there, that would be great. So I want to thank Waltzer for this awesome theme music that we have. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening to Roadcase. We have a lot of great episodes coming up, so I'll see you on down the road.